Are you terrified of gaining weight? If you are, you're not alone. I think it's important to talk about that because I was terrified of gaining weight and it held me back from pursuing recovery. It kept me stuck in an eating disorder for so much longer than it should have. And so today we're going to talk about that fear of gaining weight and why it's valid and why it's so worth overcoming some things that you can do to overcome that fear and to start creating habits and routines in your life that do help you feel your healthiest physically and mentally. Welcome to the Binge Eating Coach Podcast, the podcast that helps you go from intellectually knowing how to stop binge eating to really taking action and healing your relationship with food because you deserve more space in your life for the things that really matter to you. My name is Krista Couch, your host, recovered bulimic and binge eating coach. Now let's get started. Hey friends, I hope you're having a good day. I did not do a podcast last week. There were a few reasons why. I'm moving right now, there's so much going on in my personal life, and I wanted to practice what I preach and prioritize my mental health and rest and my well-being, and so I did. And I'm very glad that I did that because it gave me an extra week to really get inspired and to think about what can help you the most. And something that most of my clients really struggle with and have a hard time with is overcoming the fear of gaining weight. And it makes sense. It's such a valid fear. And I know that a lot of coaches in this space talk about overcoming that fear and letting go of dieting. But I don't think that we can properly talk about that and the science behind that without acknowledging a very deep-rooted fear in gaining weight. I'm in the United States, but I work with people all over the world. And I know that this fear of gaining weight is not just in one culture, not one religion. It is a very universal fear for a lot of people. I think that an important thing to recognize and talk about is I'm talking about all of this from the perspective of a relatively small white body. That doesn't mean I haven't had my share of body image issues, but I do know that a lot of people might look at me and think, of course you can accept your body. I know this because I've looked at people who are bigger even and thought, well, they don't have a scar on their face. Of course, they can accept their bodies. It's human nature in a lot of ways to think that. But what I want you to know is that you deserve to feel your best, to not be weighed down and held back by beliefs about your body that keep you stuck and keep you in a cycle that is proven to not be effective. Dieting, restricting, and binging all go hand in hand. That cycle is so hard to break free of if you don't learn to change what you're thinking about your body. An example of this is a coach I follow recently shared a picture of her body. And she said, I am learning to love my body. I am learning to take good care of it and accept the parts of it that I don't necessarily love. And in the photo, she had on a sports bra and her abs looked very chiseled and in the comments people said yeah I could accept my body if it looked like that and that's such a human response I get it I've thought that 
so many times. Like, yeah, I could accept my body if it looked like that, but it doesn't. I have this going on or there's this obstacle that I have. The reason I'm talking about this is because I don't want that to hold you back from becoming more free from these beliefs that have held you back and caused shame and led into this cycle that does not serve you. If you want to overcome binge eating, you have to talk about this part of it. We have to talk about the beliefs and the things that you've learned throughout your life that have led you to fear gaining weight. Part of that is the media and things that we watch and see. The star is usually small and white and gets everything she wants. She gets the boy, she gets the job, she gets the success. Small equals successful. That's the messaging there. The messaging is passed along in families and it's passed along in so many different areas of our lives. The messaging that big is bad and undesirable is also there. Those beliefs, while they are valid and understandable, are most likely holding you back and leading you to have issues with food. And what you deserve is to not have all of this space taken up in your life and in your brain by diets and food and the fear of gaining weight. What you deserve is to feel free of that, to have a relationship with food that serves you and helps you live the life that you want to live and connect with people and physically feel your best. Think about exercise and why you exercise. Right now, I am training for a marathon, which I've shared on Instagram. Last time that I trained for a marathon, I was also in recovery, had a good relationship with food, but I did get injured in my training, and I did not get to run the whole thing. I did finish it. I did run, walk. And a goal that I've had and something I've wanted to do in order to push myself mentally and physically is to run an entire marathon. And I want to be a certain time and I have all of these goals. I thought a lot about the motivation for them because when I was younger, I trained for things and I did races and I ran because I wanted to change my body. And last time that I ran a marathon, it was about achieving something and sticking to a goal and doing something that felt very challenging. But this time, I was thinking about how I would be okay if I even gained weight in training. Because what I want is to be my best self mentally and physically. I want to feel good in my body. I want to have habits that create a better life for me. And that is so much more motivating. That doesn't make me feel unworthy. It feels very encouraging and it makes me want to get up and go run, even when I'm tired. You might be wondering where to even start. If you're anything like I was or most of my clients, changing the way that you feel about your body might feel impossible, if not just daunting. It's a very big thing. These messages go deep and it can be hard to start challenging these very, very deep fears. What I encourage you to start doing is to separate the fact from the fiction. This is something that all my clients begin to do. 
what are the facts and what is the fiction? What is your brain just telling you about your body? When you look at a picture of yourself, what are the facts and what are the thoughts that your brain is coming up with based on messages you've gotten throughout your life? Can you begin to look at a picture of yourself and start separating what is fact and what is fiction? Because the fiction is where the work is. That's where you get to do your work in changing how you think about your body, the fears that you have, the way that you talk to yourself. Start challenging that fiction. So even get out a piece of paper and put a line down the middle. And on one side, write the facts. And on one side, write the fiction. And look at a picture of yourself. Put that on the fact side. The picture, the observable characteristics, color of your eyes. Don't put numbers or anything like that. But just observe. What do you look like? Nothing that cannot be proven. You cannot write fat in that line. You cannot put ugly in that line. That is not factual. That is stuff that your brain has come up with. So then on the other side, in the fiction, that's where you write all the things that you've come up with. All of the beliefs that you've developed about your body. What is the fiction? What is the stuff that you choose to believe? Stuff you can continue to choose to believe if you want, but you have to recognize that it's not fact. This can be really helpful in recognizing where the work is. The fiction is where the work is. The things that you have chosen to believe about your body, those are the things that you can control and you can change. And I recommend not jumping all the way to, I love my body, it's perfect and so lovable and it's great the way it is. Because I doubt that's going to feel genuine in the moment when you look in the mirror and you see something that you're used to criticizing and bringing down. Instead, it can be so much more helpful when you recognize the fiction that isn't serving you come up to just come back to a thought like, I have a body. Yeah, that's my arm. My brain's telling me that that arm is ugly, but that's just fiction. It's just an arm. That way of talking to yourself might seem like a little thing, but it's really a big thing. It's shifting you out of this place where you're going on this downward spiral and talking really bad to yourself. Making yourself feel bad about your body. Maybe doing things to change your body because of that thought. And what you're doing is shifting out of this place where you're changing yourself and trying to be different to just recognizing what is and starting to observe your brain for what it is. A brain that comes up with a lot of beliefs and thoughts that are optional. And when you do that, it gives you the power to decide what you want to think. And when you can decide what you want to think, you can decide to think things that get you the results that you want. And what I encourage you to think about is what do you really want? Do you want to be in a cycle with food where your mental health and your physical health are compromised? Do you want to feel insignificant and unworthy? Or do you want to show up in your life with more space and time to pursue your passions? Do you want to feel your best mentally and physically? 
Do you want to make a difference and be compassionate towards other people and serve others? Those are things that I want. And I wasn't able to fully live my life in the way that I wanted to when I was fearing gaining weight. Instead, my brain was focused on that fear. And I suspect that that messaging is intentional. That we're taught, especially as women, but also men, to look a certain way and to be a certain way, to be accepted. Because if we're focused on trying to change ourselves, then we're not focused on being our best self. We're not focused on doing things that really help us and serve us and help us grow. So next time your brain tries to do that thing where it makes you feel insignificant and unworthy, recognize where the fiction is. Recognize that it's giving you a load of baloney and you don't need to buy it. You can just come back to a thought that helps you. I have a body. It serves me. It's gotten me through hard things. You can progressively get a little bit more compassionate and a little bit more accepting of your body the way it is. So I know this is hard work. This change does not happen overnight. Your brain is so attached to these deep-rooted beliefs that it's going to keep thinking them. And what you need to do if you want to start changing your relationship with food is to keep coming back to them and keep challenging them. And that's what we do in coaching. We keep coming back to them. We keep challenging those beliefs. Your brain is lying to you (laughs) and you don't need to listen to it. You can believe that you are worthy and lovable. You can start challenging the messaging that has held you back. That's completely possible for you. This is exactly what we work on in one-on-one coaching. But sometimes I think that there's a need for a little bit of a smaller stepping stone. And so I've been developing a course that is coming out soon that is going to be $27 and give you so many tools to get started to really see changes and begin healing your relationship with food. You can start implementing and taking action and getting out of this place where you keep feeling stuck, keep getting back to the same obstacles and start to really see change and progress and healing because that's what you deserve. All of my one-on-one coaching clients will be getting this course for free. So if you want to also get that really intense one-on-one support where we dive into this stuff and break through obstacles, Go to KristaCouchCoaching.com and then click work with me and you can learn a little bit more about that and apply. This week, I hope you can start recognizing and challenging those fictional thoughts and I'll talk to you next week on the Binge Eating Coach podcast.